Dave Pryor. Welcome to the Reluctant Agilist. It's Saturday morning. This is our third attempt to try to kick off this podcast. We've had to switch the way we're recording it to a whole other technology because the fancy one just crapped the bed too many times. So I would like to introduce you to Jessica Wolf, who is somebody I used to work with. We've done a ton of podcasts together, but it's been a while since we've done one. So thank you for taking time out of your Saturday morning. Absolutely. Thank you for having me here. Um, and Jessica has a brand new job and a fervent belief in a certain football team that I don't believe in very much, but you know, most people do. Most people from where I'm from do. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, but where are you working? What are you doing? Yes, I'm at Lean Agile Intelligence. Uh, we are a platform to accelerate your app outcomes. Um, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, what I'm doing at Lean Agile Intelligence is I'm head of product growth and customer success. What that right. really means is that I'm involved in every piece of how you interact with Lean Agile Intelligence in your journey. We want to remove friction to make it as enjoyable as possible and get you to value as fast as possible. Okay. And so there's a tool that companies can use to look at how they're doing with agile but like you just said it's not about being because it's outcome focused the goal is not to be agile you want business outcomes to occur agile is a mechanism for making that happen right right i i feel like agile is like water at this point and we can talk about that right it's already there right okay. people are already totally drinking polluted. it yeah, right. It's, it's full it of might chemicals. be polluted, right? We might need <laughs> some help, right? Maybe that's what the continuous improvement platform like Lean Agile Intelligence will help you with. But okay. people already know how to drink water. So it's like, are we going to teach them how to continue to drink water? Or are we going to help them clean their water, right? Um, oh. So Lean, right. For Lean Agile Intelligence, our goal is to enhance team productivity, boost morale, and positively impact your company culture while providing you with the tools to tell your story along the way. So okay. we want to bring the human aspect to the metrics. Okay. So human in what way? Like talk about that a little bit. Because because usually we just refer to them as resources and we kind of push them around and make them do stuff. Yeah. Which, how does that feel? <laughs> Right. right. It doesn't feel good. And you remember how you feel, right? You don't necessarily mm -hmm. remember what you've learned or what someone taught you. It's really about how you feel. And, yeah. you know, having a place where you work, you want to feel good about it. And having visibility um, into what's going on in your organization as a leader can help you feel good about what's happening. But being in that place where you're showing that visibility, yeah. there has to be trust. Right. Okay. So, so what we try to do with our platform is not just look at, Hey, how are we assessing the folks who are, who are working in the system, but how are we giving the leaders the tools they need so they don't hurt the people in the system along the way. Okay. So I, I, I want to try to describe the tool a little bit and you tell me how close I am when I'm, when I'm done. Okay. Yeah. This is how, when I explain to people, so uh, lots of companies want to know how they're doing with their ability to adopt like agile practices, as an example. And what they used to do was they'd hire coaches to come in and watch them and tell them like, these are the things you're doing that are wrong, fix them, everything will get better. They put in a PowerPoint deck and then all of a sudden there were like spider diagrams and bubble diagrams and everything had to go into Excel and it was impossible to decipher unless you had like some very expensive consultant there. But a tool like this, and there are other, other tools as well, but this is this is the one that I, I think is super cool. Um, 
they can be used by the companies to perform their own assessment. And also because of the way that the guys who put it together built it, they can pick which agile practice sets they want to use and how they're mixed together and figure out what changes they might implement to get uh, closer to the results they want from agile than they're getting now. Is that close? It's close, but okay. let's flip it a little bit. Actually, I think the way you started is an excellent example of how we got to this place where we are with people throwing agile out. And I hate to say mm -hmm. it that way. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's why it's agile. kind of bad for the coaches. <laughs> well, I mean, it is and it isn't. It, okay. I would say this. I, I shouldn't say throw agile out. Like oh, the job has been done. You've taught people the yeah. agile, right? Yeah. They're 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 done, right? So when we look at a tool like this, if our goal is just to be agile, we miss the mark. So when you now when these consultants who over the past 10, 20 years who've gone in to say, hey, I can teach you the agile, right? Why? Like it was easy to sell it before. Now it's okay, we've been doing this for 10 and 20 years and I'm still not getting the outcome that I've been trying to get. It's still not moving the needle for me. What am I yeah. missing, right? So if your goal is just to be agile, if, if you don't know what your outcomes are, maybe not a bad place to start until you figure out what outcomes you're going after. But really what our goal, what our tool does, yes, you can look at like, hey, how are, what are our practices, right? Yeah. That make us efficient at being agile, but what are the practices that make us efficient at meeting that outcome right now? Okay. Right. So, so what Lean Agile Intelligence does is not only associate those assessments to dimensions of agility, right, uh -huh. of, of what the practices might be, but dimensions of your outcomes. Your if we outcomes. do this, right, if you're, if you, if we're assessing this, this practice, right, or this outcome, right, what questions might we need to ask to know from a leading indicator perspective that we're mm -hmm. meeting that mark? Okay. And we talked, we prepped some of this, but not all of it. So um, there's parallels that you can make that, that might make this easier for some folks to understand if they're not like already kind of hip to it. Um, if you think about a diet, like a keto diet, you don't just go on a keto diet. I mean, I'm sure there are people that do, but you go on a diet to achieve a specific outcome. And if you're on that diet and you're not achieving the outcome, you have to start to explore why. And it's the same thing with Agile. If you don't know why you're using Agile, you're not going to get wherever you want to go. Agile is a way of solving problems or or getting to a specific business result. Uh, and you're but you're never done. You're not like oh, I'm keto. I, I can eat whatever I want. I have cake now for breakfast every day because I uh, achieved it. Exactly. So let's talk about continuous improvement. You okay. can apply it to anything. And our platform is a continuous improvement platform. Okay. Continuous improvement, you start somewhere, but you're trying to continue to build on that improvement iteratively, right? right. It's no different than in the gym. And maybe if I can share a little bit about my own story, right? Because Jessica about, likes to go to the gym right, a lot. I Well, it's for my health, right? So I didn't know this back when I worked with you, but I have this condition called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, which means my collagen is really softer than everybody else's. Um, doesn't, may not present issues, but it can present issues. Um, I didn't really know what that meant. And I was really heavy. And I went at, when 2020 happened, I went on this hiatus of Peloton. 
And I went really hard on the Peloton thinking that that's going to get me the outcome that I wanted, which the Peloton is like scrum. Right. Lose weight, feel healthy. Right. And I, and I was doing the power zone training so I could work out within my own fitness level, more metrics, right? Like I was trying to do everything the right way, but if I didn't know, right, like I, I knew I had this thing, but I didn't know how my body would react to it. That type of 90 minutes every single day, at least every single day on the Peloton, trying to do all of these rides, trying to get fit did give me the metrics I was after. But okay. it totally messed up my joints to where they were not stable enough, my SI joints, to hold me up anymore. Oh, wow. I was almost disabled. Like, I, it was wow. really bad. I was measuring the wrong, like, like I was, I thought I was measuring the right things. Yeah. But there was this other thing that I knew about that I wasn't paying attention to. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Right. In your organization, it's no different. Right. So, 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 so what happens, right? In your organization, you stop your continuous improvement. What this well, hold right on, hold on. I want to hang on a second. I want to go back to this thing because this is actually a really good way of thinking about it. So mm-hmm. you you knew there was a problem. You picked a course of action that pretty much everybody else was doing at the time. Anybody who could yeah. afford the bike got one. They're trapped in their homes, and you you're riding like crazy. This is what everyone's doing to get fit. You're going to do the same thing, but because you didn't know what problem you were trying to solve that solution actually caused more harm than good. Yeah, But exactly. at least it gave you awareness of the fact that, oh, this is not the answer I need, right? Um, you know, the way you said it too, that's perfect, right? The Peloton's like Scrum. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be good for a period of time to help you realize what the real problem is. Yeah. So, and not to say you have to stop doing Scrum or Peloton, but you might have to do it differently. <laughs> but, but, and I, I'm not trying to bash Scrum. It just mm-hmm. seemed like the simplest example. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you choose. I mean, you could have chosen. You could have bought a rowing machine. It might have been the same thing. Um, going through the motions of trying to be disciplined with that practice and like really throw yourself into it and learning this is not producing the outcome I'm looking for. It taught you that it was not the answer. It taught you that it was not the way to make your light bulb. Exactly. Okay. And so that aha moment is -hmm. what we're trying to give you with lean agile intelligence. (laughs) Okay. If that makes sense, right? Yeah, totally. And, and we can come back to like that, physical fitness piece, right? But just a segue into a conversation I had with one of our customers last week where we're going over the assessments and they're saying, okay, let's use the coaching assistant to figure out where we want to go next, right? Okay. So they picked their outcomes. They waited their, They picked two or three outcomes that they really important, that are most important for them to achieve, right? I think one was customer success. One might've been um, t- increased time to market, something like that. Okay. And so we went after that and they were like, wow, you know, it looks like team synergy could be an important thing, but it's not on there. So I was like, all right, let's dive into it. And when we dove into it, we saw everyone agreed that they were at least doing the basics there, right? That they were at least in the first step, right? But there's so much other stuff that this particular organization uh, wasn't even really in their first steps on that the coaching assistant helped them see, like maybe you should focus on these other things before you work on improving here. So is it fair to say, and I'm tracking with everything you're saying, I'm hoping the people that are listening are too, but that- 
the tool may not necessarily take you from point A to the, the end point that you're trying to get to, like as a straight line. But what it will do is educate you more about your system. And if you take a systems thinking approach, you might realize, well, the actual impediment is not this, it's this other thing. Or when we push the lever this way, we start losing employees because they get so frustrated, they quit. So we've got to balance things another way. And it's just trying to create harmony in the in the system of the business you're working in. Right. Helping you to make better decisions for your business with the information in front of you, right? Because what's mm-hmm. happening in these organizations, let's say you don't have lean agile intelligence, but you're still, you know, assessing things. You're still trying to get metrics. So you're pulling them into a BI tool or you're pulling them all into an Excel spreadsheet. But even that BI tool isn't helping you be actionable. How, are, right. what are you doing when you look at that BI tool and you see that metric? Well, are you able to click, double click into it? If your answer is yes, great. Now double click into it and continue to take action, right? But if your answer is not yes, and if you don't know what actions to take, that's what's challenging. And this is where lean agile intelligence can really be your partner because as you're, as you're diving in, right. And you're saying, okay, I'm looking at where we're at inside of the tool, where the questions are, when we're looking at the assessments, when you identify where you need to grow, we have supplemental material for each of those practices that can help you make those decisions based on what industry experts have been saying. So, so we take a look at safe, we look at scrum, we look at agile manifesto, and we look at everything in, in the industry to come up with what could be the best thing for you to make a decision right now. And okay. one size doesn't fit all. We know that. Okay. So it's basically looking at the way the practices are used and how they're impacting the results that you're seeing and then offering suggestions. But I have, I'm going to put a scenario here and you tell me i'm hoping we don't have to cut this part out but we'll figure it out um i've got a client now and before i got there they had like 130 some teams do self-assessments and they all ranked themselves you know they answered a bunch of questions very very high and when i got there i was conducting a uh an interview with one of the people one of the scrum masters and i asked you know do you do a sprint review and he said yes every day when the team members bring me their finished work and i give them the assignments i review their work in the sprint And it was like I did a spit take. And I don't even know how to have the conversation there because we're speaking different languages. So what I'm wondering is that the end, the company that's using the tool, right? Are they manually keying in the information themselves? Or is there some intermediary that's kind of refining the data that goes into the system? Because if if they put junk into the system, they're going to get junk out of the system. Well, I mean, let's think about it this way. And it's, um, we can add some links to the coaching assistant, but we start with in the coaching assistant, if your team is taking their very first assessment, right. Uh And you're seeing that these are kind of like the spidey senses. If you're seeing everything scored high, right. And, And then I'll talk about how you get the results in a second, but there's no comments or notes. You're not giving us any information alongside with things scoring high that shows me a lack of trust. And that's probably you're not, not the correct score either okay that they're so not giving like you... meta level analysis of the stuff that's in there right so your cool. very first assessment like i wouldn't necessarily like maybe it is the right the actual maybe thing that's you're that awesome but probably not. right yeah so you take the next step you say okay now i've set up this assessment you have different ways that you can aggregate the data one okay. way is the together mode 
Um, together mode can be taken a few different ways. We tell folks to say when you take together mode, um, essentially this is a good way to start doing a new assessment to explain what the questions are and everyone can have the same common understanding, the same language. Um, okay. And then we can assess everything at that time. It takes a little bit longer because you're talking with each other and everything like that and right. making sure we're on the same page. And also if we don't agree, we okay. handle our disagreements there for how we've assessed. Okay. Um, this can be great if the leader is a expert facilitator, meaning that they're giving everybody a voice <laughs> to be yeah. heard and there isn't the hippo in the room that's just taking over. Um, so it, understanding your circumstances when you're the facilitator to know if that's the right approach is, is key. The okay. other thing that we do, and like we said, the first assessment, this is actually, even if you have the hippo in the room, can still be beneficial to say, all right, everybody's on the same page that we know what these words mean that are that we're assessing. Okay. Then the individual mode happens. Now, with all of the assessments, we allow you to uh, give your email address and your role. So this way we can identify who you are, or we allow it to be completely anonymous. And whoever okay. is setting up the assessment can set that setting. The anonymity is really the key here to get the real feedback. Now, if you're a leader and you're driving these assessments and you're not you're afraid to provide the anonymity or if yeah. you are the person that's like, well, I want to see what everyone's saying so I can respond. Yeah. That I think right there, if that's That'll where your brain goes, the results, take a step back and evaluate yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Cause you want to hear the real results so you can actually take action. Now, are there going to be people who might be a little like, oh, this is what and yeah. say things that you don't want to hear. Yeah. But that's the point of this. Okay. So is this, I can't really tell at this point if this is something where I need somebody from your company to come and like set it up and run it, or can I pay for it and have our PMO? I mean, let's say I'm Capital One. We fired all the Agile coaches, give it to the PMO, have them do an assessment. Could they be trained to do that? Could they do it out of the box? So they need some outside help to do it. Yeah. Um, you can do it just with the tool. We okay. will offer help alongside of that. Um, we, with that assumption that we, that there are people in your organization who know how to do this, right? And yeah. typically most people who are managers um, who have been in any leadership role, it's pretty intuitive. Okay. Um, so let me tell you the difference between this tool, which is obviously uh, an enterprise tool, mm -hmm. along with two other enterprise tools I was a product manager for. Okay. One, SCC Soft Computers, um, which is a laboratory information system. And the other one is Jira Line. Both of them would take about roughly three months to go live, if we're being honest, okay. to say, well, we need to set up the organization. Lean Agile Intelligence, an hour. Because okay. of the way That's the nice. data, I know. And, and, and it should also <laughs> keep in mind that if you're using Jira Line, you already have Jira and all the data is already in there. Well, the config to actually connect Jira and Jira Line right. can be a task. We, okay. This is not a podcast about that though, but it is also for a different reason, right? You're managing your work at an agile at scale level above the team level. Mm -hmm. Jira Line is great for that. Lean Agile Intelligence. Sorry, Derek. Doesn't. Derek, we we still love you. <laughs> In fact, you are amazing. Keep looking at what Derek is putting out there. Um, those of you who don't know, Dave, Derek, Heather, and I have done podcasts together. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Derek is currently at Atlassian as a 
I believe, I think a principal and sales engineer. Yeah, he's a big and, man over there. Yeah, he's doing amazing things. But lean agile intelligence is not a work management tool. We okay. offer integration to Jira Cloud though. So this way, once you say, hey, now we have to figure out what to do. Let's create an improvement action now that we've decided what we want to do. Now we can spit that right into your Jira Cloud backlog, which would aggregate okay. in a Jira line anyway. But the point is the way that the database was built is each of the elements, all of them connect to each other. It's all relational. So it makes it super easy to plug and move everything around and okay. to set up. It's super intuitive. The thing that I would say might be a little bit more of a setup is if you don't use our out-of-the-box assessments, if you want to create your own. For instance, if you call features Jira Epics and you want to change the language, that yeah. might take a little bit more time. Okay. But you can right out of the box say, I'm doing uh, a hybrid of Spotify and safe with a little bit of flow metrics. You can do all that like just in the configuration, right? Well, not, not exactly like that. Not that that would make like sense, that. but... <laughs> right. Uh, the way that it works today is we try... What we do is we try to give you recommended templates based on who you are and what okay. outcomes you're going after. So you go into the tool, it'll ask you who you are, and it'll say, hey, these are the recommended templates, and then you can just launch... Uh, assessment from there. When you launch the assessment, it'll take you into the setup of creating that entity. Okay. The cool thing about that is every single time you do an assessment, you can create an entity which represents the team, which people actually, they're in the team, right? You have participants yeah. that are on that team. So we've got three different levels of assessments. We've got the most popular one, which is the team one. We also have a team of teams level assessment. So this is for, okay. and most of our clients really aren't there yet that want to assess at the team of teams level. They're like, oh, teams is enough, right? Let's not look at us. <laughs> um, but a lot of, some of our clients are ready for that. Some of them are like, yes, we really need to even in fact start there. Let's do an organizational business agility assessment first, then decide okay. based on those results, what we want to assess next. Because if you're sending out an assessment of, a bunch of questions. Let's actually fine tune that to not yeah. waste people's time and measure what we really need to what know right need. now. And then yeah. maybe, right. And then ask questions later. And that's where the measurement strategy, the assessment strategy comes into play. So you're not just throwing out a hundred questions that okay. aren't necessary for everybody. Um, you, then we wait, also have- wait, Hold on. When you say team of teams, I just want to clarify one thing. I'm assuming that you're looking at a bunch of teams in the portfolio, but the intent here is not to be like, why is team C slower than team B? Correct. Okay. Right, right. We we look at how good, like, or how is the is team A capable of meeting this outcome, right? And if they are, we, we can see like, what are they doing to meet that outcome? The cool thing about our tool too, is we can see where teams are like a heat map of all of the teams in your organization to yeah. see where they're, they've are they been improving and maybe where they're struggling. Oh, so okay. to, to, to your point, when I have Capital One who said, hey, we're going to get rid of all these folks now. We, we, we know how to do the Agile. We have progressed. Right. We're going to the next step. We're I'm, enlightened I'm gonna assume, now. Right, we're enlightened. But there still may be areas of our organization. And by the way, Capital One's not one of our clients. So do come, feel free. To, to, to buy our, our product, we can help you. Um, but but you can look in your organization to say, okay, now we've assessed, we can see where, all right, this area really needs some help with product management, with yeah. even just creating stories, right? Just having an understanding of what the customer needs. And over here, it's DevOps, 
right? Okay. Maybe there's some synergy that we could do or different types of coaches that we could put in there that are more targeted instead of just a whole bunch of people that are doing the same thing. So I'm using this, I might come out of it with the understanding that, all right, we really need to bring in somebody here to do training on splitting stories because everybody's planning stuff that's too big and that's too hard of a topic to just put them through like e-learning on. They're going to actually need a coach to work with them. Um, and we probably need to hire uh, a senior person for DevOps because the leadership issue there is just faltering. Um, we need somebody who can get these folks kind of tightened up. Right. And maybe it's there's gonna, so much technical debt that they need someone that's actually technical to do it because DevOps is just all okay. piecemeal. Right. And so this is yeah. this is good. So so it might tell me that we have a technical debt issue, but it's it's gonna stop short of telling me these are the technical debt things you need to prioritize first. This is what you need to do. And then this Well, that's is where you're right. That's where the discussion right. happens. That's where right. we do have articles to say, look at this stuff in your organization, yeah. right? Uh, what is happening here? Right? So it's triage, um, but you still need that expert person who can look at it and say, yes, I see that it's technical debt and this seems to be the one. Right. Or maybe you just bought plan view and they have this new viz feature where you say, hey, I want to improve my technical debt. What should I do? And then it automatically updates plan view and tells you what to do. And then you can take action there. It's a pretty cool okay. AI feature, actually. Okay. How does AI fit into the tool? Are you guys using a lot of that? Um, so we are planning, we're doing some tests right now um, for our coaching assistant, that next step, because the coaching assistant will show you where to focus, but not the actions, right? So okay. and, and what we do right now is we say, hey, go look at this article. So our next step now with AI is to point AI at those articles, our growth and learning library. And then based on what outcomes they're trying to reach, we can spit out uh, potential improvement actions for them to take so they don't have to yeah. read the whole article themselves. So right now the tool might say all your daily scrums are taking too long. You need to make them shorter. Here's some articles with tips on how to do that. In the future, it will say, hey, your daily scrums are taking too long. Have you tried these things? Because what we see tells us that this is probably your issue. Essentially, I would say daily scrums okay. is probably the wrong one I would use okay. as an example, but just, like we don't have anything specifically around that. But yes, exactly what you're saying there. Okay. Um, and we can go over specifics if you wanted. Yeah, sure. I mean, whatever, whatever you can show. Maybe like a quick example of something where it's going to show us that the problem exists in a place we weren't expecting. Yeah, let's see if I have one of those ready for you. So I'm going to go ahead and share my screen just this way. And I know that this yeah. podcast folks won't um, necessarily see, but that's okay. No, they will. They'll see it. Well, if it's audio, oh, they will. Their, nice. if it's oh. audio, they've made a conscious choice to not look at it. But if it's video, then we'll see it. You were sharing and it went away. Let me go back. All right. So here's an example of an organization. Um, the organization is, and I'm just going to just show kind of how it's broken up into its parts, right? Okay. Um, you may have different, this is as if we put the entire organization into the system so we can see everything that's happening. Okay. So at our highest level, right? And I'm going to go ahead and do the drill down here so you can kind of see what I mean when I talk about heat map. So in here I can compare, and I say compare, 
and I don't actually that's the wrong word understand I can look yes I can understand where folks are in my organization to understand where we might need to add additional resources, additional improvement, additional programs even that, that might be necessary or Im improve our existing programs uh, that we have in order to make changes to increase these numbers, right? So we could see that uh, we could look at any of the different trends to see over time how well we are doing um, based on the group. Or based on the different entities, right? Okay. And then within here, we can see what templates they use so we can understand where they've been assessed in these areas okay. and how many impediments they might have and goals. So our system, the way that it works is if we say we have an assessment, right? We've looked at that question. Let me go ahead and just dive into this one real quick. Wait, can you scroll before you do this part, scroll back up just so folks can see the, all the little dials. Down just the, yeah, just let, the hair. yeah, let's go into Grizzlies. Um, so after you've taken an assessment, all of once the assessment is completed, all of the results aggregate here. So if it's one or many assessments, all of them will aggregate here so you can have the complete picture. Okay. Um, we will see the last date of the assessment, how many questions were assessed, what the last template was, and who the facilitator was. Okay. I would say that's less important than something like our snapshot. So Initially, I would say this isn't necessarily the number I'm after, right? right. The number I'm really after That's is the thing around I wanted the, to, the qualitative stuff I wanted to just to show. Yes, the business outcomes, right? Yeah. If this way I can say like, okay, and, and this is also customizable. What you're seeing is out of the box, what we give you. And we have questions that are associated with all of these. Um, but we can also, you can also set up questions that are specifically for you. And you can also look at our existing questions and say, well, this affects this outcome for us. So we want to add that. So you can mm -hmm. customize it to associate. So I can say we're doing good on employee satisfaction here, right? But reliability is our lowest performing goal. If we look at the dimensions, right? This is, these are the practices that we know need to be doing well in order yeah. to meet those outcomes, right? So if we look at the outcomes, they don't look the same as the dimensions, right? Right. So you, but you might right. infer from this that because of the quality issues you're having, that might be the primary driver of not hitting a certain outcome that you're looking for. Bingo. Exactly. Okay. Right. So when we roll these numbers up, we roll up the dimensions into the entire um, snapshot to say where we are. Okay. Um, let me dive. So I want to, I want to add one thing here. So for the folks that are not, if you haven't mm -hmm. worked with agile coaches, um, agile coaches like to talk about smells, like it smells weird over there, that carpet, something's wrong. Um, and that's just based on things that we've seen and heard and all of our experiences this tool will point you at the things that smell. You don't, you know, if you don't have a coach there to do it, like this, this is metrics driven analysis of what's happening to tell you, like, there's something funky over in that room, right? Absolutely. Okay. So let's actually go through the recommendations real quick. And I'm going to take us through, but you can see the results where you're like, whoa, there's a green here in the recommendations and it's optimizing it thinks we should focus on that. Why? Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive into that one. So in here, the biggest reason why is because not everybody agreed. Mm -hmm. When we have variability in the uh, results, that is a signal. Even if most of us think we might be doing well, that we should talk about it if there's variability. That means we don't agree. 
right? Okay. E even if it's this last piece, only two people of the six agreed that we're here. We should talk about that if that's what we want to improve. So that's where the coaching assistant comes into play to say, is this important? So let's go ahead and run through the coaching assistant. And that's kind and of we, like a weird thing to look at too, right? Because most people would be like, what's our velocity? How many defects are escaping? Things like that, but not how aligned are we in our agreement of how we're doing? Right, exactly. So, and it's not to say that those metrics that you just said aren't important. Those actually help to drive this conversation because- but all of them it, are important. Absolutely, right? Yeah. I, I think that- just doing assessments without metrics is a mistake. Just yeah. looking at metrics without assessments is a mistake. You need both. Both. Okay. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Go ahead. Oh, no. It helps to add clarity. So as we're going through the coaching assistant, what we want to do is say which outcomes are most important to us to focus on. And we recommend not to select all of them because what happens when you select everything is priority. You get nothing. Right. Nothing's a priority. <laughs> so, Right. right. But if you really wanted to select them all, we've got something for you over here. Now you've got to weight them, but don't go into analysis paralysis here. Just yeah. what is most important? Give it a number one, two, three, four, call it a day. Right. <laughs> um, let the coaching assistant do the rest. Okay. So we're saying employee satisfaction is the most important, but time to market and customer satisfaction are equally important. So we're giving okay. them that. And then based on their results, we are going to stack rank where we think that they should focus. Okay. So this is going to save, if I'm a company that doesn't have coaches or can't afford coaches, this is going to save me a step, help me take ownership of finding ways to improve what we're doing, things like that. Mm -hmm. all Can you hear me okay? all, Yeah, all mm -hmm. towards achieving certain business outcomes. Yes, exactly. And here's okay. the cool thing. Even if you have coaches, this saves the analytical time to do this. Yeah. Dave, you've been a coach. How long does it take to aggregate all of this data and put it into a view like this to have an intelligent conversation? Well, I that's see, and I think that's <laughs> the tricky part is because as a coach doing like a, an assessment gig, it takes about 10 minutes for you to decide which of your biases have been achieved in this place. Um, but what's cool about the tool is that this is actually backing it up, you know, and maybe showing me as a coach, like, oh yeah, you just think that because it's always been like that but that's not actually a problem at this company. So it, as a coach, I see value in it in that it would help keep me um, maybe like in check a little bit, right? It helped me validate what I thought I was seeing. As a mm -hmm. company who didn't have that's a coach, it would help me take ownership of doing this on our own and also adjusting those sliders like you talked about based on our current perception of where we want to focus our attention. Exactly. And that's where the conversation came in with our customer last week when they said, well, the coaching assistant isn't recommending this thing that we thought might be important. Let's dive into like training, that. right? So, that we thought we needed training. The coaching assistant says you don't need training. Or maybe the training you thought you needed, the coaching assistant not the right saying one. you need different training. Yeah. Right? Okay. Because let's be honest, everybody probably needs some training. Everybody <laughs> right? needs Even certified myself. scrum master and certified product owner training with me. From Dave Pryor specifically. <laughs> so as you're seeing on my screen, that this is where our bread and butter is. Now you have to make a decision, right? How do we want to improve? Well, in here, we, we can create a whole bunch of improvement actions, but how do we know what to do? So we yeah. have these articles that are associated with these questions to say, okay, well, if, if over here, it says that we are at least adapting, we think we might be moving to optimizing. Well, 
what does that look like here? Let's go to the adopting section, right? Mm -hmm. So what is it that we need to do to be adopting and how do we do it? So the next piece is what is it that we, the optimizing actually is yeah. and how do we do it? So it gives you um, links even from these articles. So this way you can understand and start thinking for yourself because okay. here's the thing. If you want a tool to make all of your decisions, right? Let's just hire AI to do everything and go on vacation. Soon but enough. He, I don't know if that's actually going to ever and or should ever be our reality. Let's be honest. Shouldn't be, we, but it will. I really hope not. We do not need um, uh, Skynet happening. <laughs> but uh, what I mean here is that we want to give people the tools they need to make those intelligent business decisions. Because mm -hmm. here's the thing. Their reputation's on the line. Yeah. Their time is on the line. Their jobs and decisions that they're making are on the line when they don't have enough information to right. make those decisions. And that's the problem, right? So we're trying to help solve that problem, give you the information you need to make the best decisions. But okay. also when we're thinking about continuous improvement, right? And this goes back to the gym scenario. Mm -hmm. You've now decided we're not spending money on these consultants anymore, right? So screw the Peloton. Right. Yeah. eBay that. Okay. Right. Right. So got rid of the Peloton. You know, now we um we've got all this extra money that we're not spending on that stuff anymore. But mm -hmm. we decided let me tell you what's gonna happen. If you decide to not continuously put investment in your continuous improvement. You're going to end up getting bloated again. Things are going to happen and you won't have the indicators that they're happening until it's okay. too late. And when it's too late, what happens? What do we do? You got to start humans? all over again. Right. We, we go, we hurry up and we try to do the thing like, okay, I have to go get ready for that high school reunion or I have to go get ready for that gym. Crash so I'm gonna diet, go buy yeah. that. Right. I'm going to crash diet, buy the diet pill, do the things that aren't healthy for me to get to the place I need as fast as I can. Is that what you want to do to your organization? So, okay. It's we were talking about this before, mm -hmm. just for those of you that are watching, we were talking about it before is like getting in shape and maintaining physical fitness. But with what you just said, I'm now thinking of it more like it's like a wellness plan. Yes. Like not just like phys it's it's mind, body, spirit, it's diet, it's all those things together. And the tool you can be used to to keep its finger on the pulse of the organization and identify more time here, more time there, whatever. Yeah, I would say it's similar to like my my Apple Watch, right? It's it's help like it's my Apple Watch gives me a ton of metrics. I don't look at all of them until I need to. And it shows right. me which ones I need to. It'll give me an indicator like, oh, your heart rate was really high. Or your heart rate was low when you were sleeping, right? So it'll give me these indicators to yeah. say, maybe you should look at that. Lean Agile Intelligence is giving you those indicators to say, maybe you should look at that. Okay. But you, and you will still, this is an interesting space though, because you, you'll still need somebody to help you interpret the gap. Just like I could take all those health metrics out of my Apple watch or my iPhone, tell me my body fat's this, my BMI is this, my weight is this. And, you know, standard wise, I might be off the charts in certain areas, but like, if I'm working fine, I'm working fine. And I can make that decision if I choose to, but having an expert who can help me understand it, interpret it would be helpful. 
right? I would say yes. And that's why Lean Agile Intelligence also provides the articles around the topic, right? So this way it gives you enough to decide where you, if you need, how much you money educate you yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Educate yourself, become the expert in this area yourself, or figure out if you need to buy training in this. If, if, yeah. if what we're showing you is like, okay, well maybe I'm, I need more help to even understand that. Right. Mm -hmm. That's when you say, okay, maybe we need a coach. Maybe we, now we, now instead of creating a goal as an action item, we're going to create an impediment. Let's lift it up to the rest of our organization to help us solve for this. Okay, cool. This is awesome. Um, I, I'm a big fan of the tool and, and a big fan of you as well. And I appreciate you making time for this. Um, if people want to learn more about the tool, um, or the company, what you guys do, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, we can add it in show notes too, but our LinkedIn yep. is the best place. We're also uh, creating a presence on Instagram and Facebook as well, but our okay. LinkedIn is where our most updated information is. Okay. Uh, you can also follow me as well um, on Instagram too, the Jessica Wolf. I post stuff there as well. I reshare all of the Lean Agile Intelligence things too. Okay. And you got YouTube videos and things like that people can watch. Um and I'll include a link to the website as well. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for making time for this. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you all check out the tool. Um, and hi to Archer. And happy birthday. Happy oh, yes. Thank birthday. you. Oh, there's one thing I wanted to offer to your audience, Dave. Yes. All right. For all of Dave Pryor's audience, Lean Agile Intelligence is offering 20% off if you sign an annual contract with us before the end of the year. Awesome. Thank you very much. That's very kind of you. Um, yes. And, you know, I hope, it, I hope it's going well. I'm very excited about your new job. And tell Michaela, I said, hey. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, I will say, um, and, and, and I'll speak for him a little bit here. Philly, <laughs> the, the, especially the Phillies, because he's a huge Phillies fan. Yeah. Um, they're doing great. Like, they're they doing are. good. I mean, and they're against Atlanta right now, right? Yeah, which is why I'm willing to bet another $10 that my favorite team is never going to make it to the World Series. Um, so I hereby put down $10 that the Phillies won't make it to the World Series and $10 that the Eagles will not win the Super Bowl. Okay, I'm going to take the Phillies one, but for some reason, I feel like the Dolphins might have it this year, which is so weird. When did the Dolphins get good? But In, in the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> well they uh, got that after that and then <laughs> yeah all right cool so we got some bets placed we'll have to check in, in a little bit and thank you very much thanks dave if you learn to work the old way but the new way is what you need my jobs to make that switch from old to new suddenly